Legislation currently making its way through Congress would allow hacking victims to hack back in an effort to seek revenge against assailants or even retrieve stolen data. The Active Cyber Defense Certainty Act would let victims access computers that aren't theirs in a hack-back strategy, something that's illegal under current laws. Hello, I'm Joan Goodchild, Director of Multimedia Content with Information Security Media Group, and our guest today is Alan Brill, Senior Managing Director with Kroll. He joins us today to discuss the controversial hacking back bill and where he sees this concept evolving in the next year. Welcome, Alan. So right off the bat, what are your thoughts on this bill? Uh, we've been down this road before. Uh, this bill is a little bit different in that it appears to require the the organization that wants to do the hacking back to tell the government that they're going to do it. Uh, that wasn't in the previous bill. But the problem, of course, is that hacking back, while there's no question that it sounds like a real good thing to do, and the very concept brings smiles to the face of executives whose companies have been the victim of hacking, there are a lot of things that can go wrong when a private sector organization, or a government for that matter, undertakes a hackback project. Now, drill into that just a bit more. What kind of scenarios are you referring to? Well, the first thing is that everybody in the information security field, and I'm sure everybody listening, knows that one of the most difficult things to do when you're investigating an incident is to really know who did it, to absolutely be able to point a finger at a specific person or organization or IP address and say, this is the source. Attribution is always a difficult problem. And the bad guys understand this. They make this happen. They may go through two or three completely innocent cutouts whose machines they've compromised in order to reach their intended target. So when you're hacking back, you may absolutely believe that you're going against the hacker when in fact you're not. You're going against some third party who has no idea that their machine has been compromised. And when you look at the evolution over the last few years, Joan, of the sophistication of companies' ability to detect attacks, when you hack back against this intermediate company who never really knew that they were doing anything, they may well detect your hack back and start their incident response plan. And they may end up spending a lot of money calling their insurance broker, bringing in help, getting their people reassigned to focus on that, when in fact, they weren't the ones that really hacked you in the first place. So you have this range of technical issues. A related issue is that everybody in this field knows that attribution can take a lot of time and a lot of work. And from the viewpoint of insurers, knowing exactly who did it may not be a high priority. So the insurance company may say, yes, we understand you've been hacked. We understand you have damage. And in fact, you're covered under the, under the insurance policy, but we don't want to spend another twenty-five dollars or $50,000 to 
keep going on the attribution part of this thing. So that can that can end up as being expensive. And then after all of the technical issues, the damage you can cause to essentially an innocent third party, uh, you have the legal issues. Because even if this kind of legislation passed, and you were able as a U.S. company to get immunized under U.S. statutes for essentially hacking somebody else, that doesn't immunize you under any other country's laws. You may be violating the laws in one or more other countries, and they may be able to take action against you, either civil or criminal. What are the international implications if an organization should try and hack back a target outside of the U.S.? Congress can provide a law that says you're immune from prosecution under these statutes, U.S. statutes. But let's say that the target of your hackback is physically in France. Well, France has laws against hackers. The United Kingdom. In fact, most countries around the world are evolving more sophisticated laws covering cybercrime. And from their viewpoint, while you may think of yourself as, you know, the champion of right and good by hacking back, to them, you may simply be a criminal. And that's not something you necessarily want to do. Because if you have operations in that country, they could be targeted by that government for being a part of a criminal enterprise. It's very much like um, a presidential pardon. A president can pardon against U.S. government laws, but can't pardon you under another country's laws. Same thing here. You can immunize under U.S. laws, but that doesn't stop you from breaking other countries' laws even though you may not actually realize you're doing that. So where do you see this going in 2018? Will this bill likely pass? And with or without it, will we see more organizations trying to undertake a hacking back technique? Well, I think that that the tendency to want to do that is there. It seems like a reasonable thing to do, at least from a technical viewpoint. You can well think, and you may be absolutely accurate, that you know who did it. And you want to do something about it. You want to see if you can get your data back. That's why it's so important to recognize that, like it or not, this is where you need competent legal advice before you take action. As to the legislation, it's hard to say. Uh, this legislation um, predecessors have failed in the past, but you know, I'm I'm the first one to say that uh, anyone who thinks that they can accurately predict uh, what's going to happen in Congress is uh, is is not telling you the truth. I don't know how it's going to go, but even if it passes, those overseas laws, those consequences in terms of civil damages. You just caused another company to spend $100,000 on a response to your hackback. They're going to go after you for that. Uh, and that's not necessarily something that that is in this bill. 
the reputational damage. Those are things that you really have to seriously consider before undertaking anything that looks like hackback. Alan Brill, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. For ISMG, I'm Joan Goodchild.